And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your We are the last. Americans! We are the last. Americans! We are Houston weather, man. It's warm. It's warm as shit. 105 today. Well, earlier, I woke up. We had the kids went to school today. Yeah, first day of school. First day of school today. So we'll start with that, I guess. But, oh, crack it. We got to crack one for uh, day one accomplished. Cheers to you all. Uh, woke up, and I was like, oh, it's a little cloudy outside. The windows were a little moist. It was. There was, little black, moist. there was some black clouds, even. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a little cool. I went outside. It's, you know, cool in comparison to what we normally deal with. So I was thinking, oh, shit, it's going to be a good day. I wear my, my khakis today, not have the butt sweat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it didn't last long. It, <laughs> it didn't last long. I was, I was a leaking through, if you know what I'm saying, man. I had that diaper. Fuck no. Uh, but we had the kids, man. We got the, got the school today, which, yeah. was, which was fun. Van's first day at school today, ever. Ever, which is really fun, dude. And w- which is funny because I, I kind of figured he'd be a little more excited than he was yeah he just kind of downplayed the whole thing kind of did the cool guy thing i think i feel like well you know like the first day is always tough because like they're nervous and they sometimes they don't want to express that because we went there for like it was like a meet the teacher night Mm -hmm. right yep and we went there and he's he did the typical van thing we get to his classroom and he sits in the chair and he did what every single dude or every kid ever does, and yeah. he kicks the chair on his back legs, and it's like leaning back, pushing on the desk. And I'm like, dude, don't do that. Come on. And he, he's like, this is boring. School's, <laughs> yeah. school's boring. And I'm just Loud. like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Dude, you know what? There's He has no expectations, yeah. and that's part of the problem, right? Because yeah. he doesn't know. And obviously, the meet the teacher night, you have to drop off your school supplies. You get to meet the teacher, see yeah. the classroom. That's, that is boring for them. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, he'll adjust and I think it'll be good for him. You know what I'm saying? Like being around other kids Yeah. and you know, the girls, uh, what second grade, fifth grade for me. So Ro, my oldest was super excited, right? She's like ready to go. She's super like chatty and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and Gwen was quiet, a little bit more quiet, but she's also really good with meeting people. So it was, they both had a great time, man. They liked the school. Um, there's a lot of cool features that the school has that we're not used to. Like they have, they can actually choose to take electives, which is weird for an elementary school. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they can do like PE or band or orchestra choir or, uh, art, Mm. which I think is really, really neat. And they also switch midday. So they have their home class and then they do a second class for like three days. So it's really like a middle school. It's kind of like a, it's, they kind of built it out as like a stepping stone to get used to transitioning to different classes all day long. Yeah. Being prepared yeah. with other people, which is, listen, that's what we wanted, right? Moving here was we wanted like a school that actually is going to like, you know, kind of get them going a little bit farther. And they do take a lot of pride in their education and stuff. And we knew that from Austin, they were saying, mm-hmm. Hey, we're here for education. Like yeah. we want to make sure the kids are having fun, but we're here to learn, you know? So, and I thought that was a positive One thing. thing Ash really liked is that when we, Took Van to school, and when we picked him up, there was a police officer standing out. For there him. was both times, both times, and there was actually when we had the teacher meeting. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, safe, and obviously the area that we're in safe, anyways. I yeah. mean, you never know. Obviously, you know, safe places have bad things happen, but having those extra little resources there just makes you feel a little bit better. Even um, there's a lot of safeguards inside the school. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a positive thing, man. I was super excited. We got to see you guys when you were dropping Van off this morning. So it was nice, man. And your girls good. rode the bus, huh? No, we actually took them. To, they're going to ride the bus. Oh. Which they're stoked about. Oh, yeah? I'm not a bus guy. <laughs> I never have been. I'm like, I always to... rode the bus. See, I never I never did. Unless we did like a field trip, right? There was not a day, unless I like faked being sick and got picked up from school, I was always on the bus. Damn. I just never liked it that much. No, I didn't. I didn't care for it that much, but I you didn't know? have any choice. That's true. I, yeah. I mean, they have a choice and they want the bus. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's the deal. Like, school starts earlier here compared well, to Washington. Well, you know what it turns into, honestly? The, the You have, like, your friends and the cliques and stuff that you hang out with when you're yeah. at school. And then you have your bus friends. Which is weird. It, and it's, it's like your secondary friends. And it's friends. a different thing. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I there, there was plenty of times when I was going to school where there'd be certain people I'd play on the playground with or whatever. And then I was in a whole different zone when mm. we were on the bus and we were, I was into different things That's and I was like, had different it, friends. It was, it was, I could see it now. And like, there was like clicks and stuff <laughs> on the bus too. Like your weird. friend, Timmy on the bus, you know, <laughs> and like you see him in the halls of school and you're like, not till three fifteen, Timmy. <laughs> like you're not my friend until after school, you know, the rules, right? Yeah. So, hey man. No, I say, hey, like, honestly, it's not that there's anything bad with it. They, they're excited about it. You know, it's one of those things where my wife works from home. I'm going to be working. Uh, they're, you know, the bus is going to drop them off. I don't want them walking by themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't like, they don't know the area as well. So, you know, me or my wife will pick them up at the bus, you know, kind of the end of our street. Yeah. Cause they drop them off right by that little highway there. And so I'm like, oh, eh. yeah. you know, I don't, re- I, if they were like coming up farther, no big deal, but. Oh, so they got to, uh, they drop them off all the way out there. Yeah. Right. That's quite a little road. drive into where you're going. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's a couple minute drive, but it's like a long stretch of no homes. Yeah. And so I just, I'm like. You know, and today when we when we picked them up, um, there was a bunch of cars there, like waiting for their kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll pick them up yeah. there. Uh, and maybe when they get a little older and understand the area better, like they'll walk in. Yeah, they'll walk in. But either way, man, I was excited uh, for them, uh, you know, because that's obviously a huge process of this whole thing that we're doing is like getting the kids in school and adjusted. So it was nice to like, you know, they went to school. I got some stuff done. My wife was working. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely weird here because, like, like right now I have my, my brother and sister-in-law are staying with us while yeah. they're trying to buy their new house down here. And uh, they couldn't wait to get down here. So they're like, hey, can we stay with you guys while this whole thing's going through? And yep. they'll do that. So we for the last week, they got here a week before <coughs> school started. So we've had, like, them here and all the kids here. And then yep. it was weird by 830 this morning, Drew's the only one left. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a house of <laughs> scholars. It's, like, man. it's weird, right? And that was actually another thing that we were really excited about <clears throat> was that they were here uh, because both of their kids are in the same yeah. grade as my kids yeah. and they went to school previously mm-hmm. uh, in Washington. So, so like, it was nice to have like familiar yeah. faces. So yeah. Gwen, my middle child, she's actually in class with Stella here, yeah. which is awesome. And then um, the other child, Marshall and, and my oldest Rowan, they're not in the same class, but they see each other. And so it's like a familiar face in, in a new school, which I think is highly beneficial. Man. Oh, yeah. So it eases the nerves a little bit. I think. Yeah. And they also saw Van. And yeah. I know Gwen said that she saw Van around. And so it's just like seeing those faces is going to make the adjustment a yeah. little bit smoother. Not that yeah. I was worried in the first place, but it does help. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, not that it is super hard for them to adjust because yeah. they're kids and they're they, they're social. They just kind of just do their thing. But it does make a difference, I feel like. Like, yeah. especially, like, moving to a completely new place. It's not just, like, going from grade school to middle school where everything's new, but yeah. you still see the same kind of kids. Yeah. This is completely different. Well, there's and, no and face that you it, recognize. And then we went from Washington to Austin to yeah. here. So, it's like, they're round three. Yeah. And so the last one. I, I guarantee it helped them a lot mentally. And yeah. probably eased a lot of stress for them to be able to know people yeah. that were already going to be there. When you're sitting in a class with whatever it is, 15, 20 kids, and you don't know anybody. Yeah. Like, no matter, even if it's a school you go to and you don't know anybody, it's always like, like, not have to, you know. So having a face that just is familiar to them is a huge, huge benefit. And I'm super happy that all the kids are going to the same school, which makes it, because, you know, we knew that moving here, we're like, you could be a half an hour away. Uh, we could be a half, like we didn't know where we were all going to land. Yeah. But seemingly at this point, like we're all in the same yeah, kind of l- community. Luck happened somehow. Oh. And all of us, including yeah. my brother and sister in law, everybody, yeah. we all are going to be ending up in the same places, 10 minute same shots. Schools, like, yeah. All within it's 10 insane. minutes. It's a great thing, dude. And, and like it makes, it kind of eases everything a little bit. You know, just like we don't have to worry about who we're hanging with, man. Like it was kind of funny when we picked Van up. We go, hey, bud, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey, did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. He's like, did you learn some cool stuff and hang out with some, yeah. meet some new friends? He's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, you told He's like, that. didn't hang out with anybody, didn't make new friends. He's like, well, did you learn anything cool? No, I didn't listen. Oh, no. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> Dude, you know what? And I told you, I was like, how much of it's true? Man? I know. He, he's like, just exaggeration. Shit, but so, uh, listen. It's funny that that's, his, that's your first take on his first day of school. It's like. Yeah, I didn't play with anybody. I didn't really pay attention to anything was said. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, like you said, on, he's kind of downplaying it, man. <laughs> he is. He's, he is. He I is. feel like he was trying to be cool about it. Yeah. And 
and I, I and he's a really active boy. Yeah. So like having uh being around kids all day long, you know, in a new environment is just going to be super beneficial. Because Gwen was that way. Where like I, we were like, who is she gonna you know? Cause she can she can be a little rambunctious, and yeah. so like, but you know, her teacher even more than Rome was like, oh, she's the most well behaved. And I'm sure they're going to make a lot of friends, but also, like, I feel like a lot of the friendships little kids make are, like, on the playground. Yeah, yeah. And right now, because it's so hot, yeah. they cut their recess time in half yeah. for outside. Which because is Because it's so hot. Good. Yeah. And then they, they spend the rest of the time inside. So they're, like, that's different. Obviously different yeah. for Van, because he's never done any of that. But yeah. even for the girls. Well, you don't want a heat stroke. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it's when it's 105 outside midday. Yeah. Like, Keep them in, for and a the bit. playground is scorching. Yeah, and everyone's just burning themselves. Yeah, there's no grass left. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. dirt, man. Anyways, so that's that. That's yeah, that, man. That's that our, was that's the that, update that for us today. Yeah, the, the first days of school. It was good, man. I'm very happy. Uh, very excited. So far, so good. That's, that's I can't all we remember. I can't even remember my first day of school. Like I can remember, like yeah, kind of like in middle school and high school, like the first days of school, but like. When I was a little kid, no. I remember, yeah, I remember kindergarten and first grade pretty well. I, we have video. Actually, I have a VHS of me. Do you? Yeah. They videotaped me going into school. I was wearing this uh, purple and teal uh, sweater. Had my hair slicked back like a greaser. <laughs> and uh, Why was that a style? It, you know, it's Like, just, how in the 90s did our all of our moms decide that slicking our hair back was the I had the, uh, so I had the part. The side part, you know, and I'd comb over this side and then, like, do a fucking flop over on this side. That was kind of the thing. And then I had the bowl cut afterwards. Mm, you know? I had a bowl cut, too. Yeah. Mine was, uh, I had I had pictures. Mine was straight back. There was no yeah. part. It was all straight back. And oh, I looked yeah. like a little vampire kid. Yeah, man. Or, yeah, okay. Like a little cholo? Yeah. <laughs> you know, little like, vampire. I even had, like, a, it was, like, almost like a turtleneck type thing. Oh, turtlenecks were and huge. A, and little turtleneck thing, I feel... I can have the picture in my head. Yep. And then I have my little buck teeth smile that I had and then slick back hair. I'm just, just like, dude, it's a wild time. And I was one of the whitest kids. Like, I don't know how I played outside pasty. and stuff all the time. I was just a white. Pasty. I've always been white. I, you know, I enjoyed school. I, I enjoyed school quite a bit, but I, I did like, I struggled with this one girl uh, in, in kindergarten. She took my, I had this really cool like pair of scissors that I thought was dope as shit at the time. A really cool pair of scissors. Yeah. I just really liked them. I remember liking them. I don't even remember what they looked like. I just remember being, and, and I remember this gal, she, she, she took my scissors and she said they were hers. Mm. And I remember like talking to the teacher and I was just like, those are my, you know, I was like super defensive. And her name was Candy Landis. And, and that, Candy Landis? Candy Landis. That was the gal's no, name. that's yes, not was, a real name. I swear, swear to God. Candy Land? Candy Landis. Yep. And she was, she was something. She was something for many years. Uh, <laughs> she had a sister too. That was just something. So, but no, you know, it's it's amazing. That's really when you start making memories. You know what I mean? Like, I do have some memories, a couple memories before, like, kindergarten, mm. but very few. And they were, they're, they're like, I don't even remember it off the top of my head, but they were, like, yeah. specific events that were very happening. Very sporadic. But, like, once you get into school, like, you, and you start making friends and you start kind of uh, getting out of your home and, and doing something well, new. Well, not like, only that, you're kind of just getting older. So the you're getting older. stick. Yeah, More. but I'm just saying it's it's because you're doing something different. Like how, yeah. you're not going to remember just running around your house all the time. I have it, I have some of those. I mean, there was one time I remember I don't remember don't even remember how old I was, but I got like a a puppy. Oh, see that's a big event though. And I don't remember fucking I don't remember what age it was. I know I we were living with my grandparents or like in that or my grandparents' house, and then we had a house up above theirs, and I don't remember if we were just at their house or we are staying there. I don't remember. But I remember holding it for the first time, and I was so excited. And I squeezed I squeezed the puppy, and it shit everywhere. Oh, damn. You like, I, I just picked it up and went, oh, and it just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> damn. I mean, I would remember that, too. <laughs> I told you, like, the Firefly one, we went to uh, Pennsylvania when I was young, very young, and we were catching fireflies and just oh, smashing yeah. the shit out of them. And I just remember, I remember the apartment complex. It was my grandparents were in like a, uh, it was my great grandparents. And they were in like an older, like apartment for old, older people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember all the details of it. I remember the parking lot, what the place looked like, the trees where the, I mean, I really remember that. Yeah. Uh, but that's like far and few between. 
you know, like those kind of like trigger. What, it's kind of like, uh, what's that inside out, dude? Like core memories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the little fucking blue yeah, ball. I have more memories of just being at home than I do at being at school. See, I had a lot. Of, I, you know, I think it probably just depends on the person, you know, yeah. like were you super social or no. were you not? And see, not like really. I was a very social kid. And so I just remember like I had good relationships with my teachers um, you know, it's that whole like uh, class pet shit, you know, mm. where I just was like, I never caused trouble and I just like wanted to do what my teacher did. And I just have good memories of my teachers and, and different kids. I never really caused any trouble either. There was one time I, I got in a lot of trouble, but for the most part, I just, I just wanted to be home. I didn't want yeah. to be there. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I get I just, that. We always did stuff. I don't know. Like I, I, the childhood we had, we, it was like outside do crazy shit all yeah. the time. And I always looked forward to figuring out a new, another yeah. crazy thing to do. Yeah. And my mind was never on, you know, what's Johnny doing? See, I liked, I liked both. You know, I liked both. At the time we lived in Castle Rock, which none of you guys probably know, maybe Bandison knows that, but uh, we lived in Castle Rock. We were actually going to school in Longview. We were using my grandma's address so that we, I didn't want to go to Castle Rock oh, yeah. schools. I just thought they were fucking you know, like a little fucking, uh, but we had this, like, we had this large yard, you know, like a huge backyard and stuff. And it was out in the middle of kind of nowhere. And we had our eighties and stuff and we had go-karts and my dad, you know, at the time he was into race cars. So we, there was all this stuff going on. Like we could go out and ride motorcycles. And, uh, that was back in the day when we could go to like Lexington and shit and ride in the sands when, before they built oh, yeah. all the shit there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we had those and I enjoyed that thoroughly. I remember all that stuff too. But like I said, I, I enjoyed school. I enjoyed like meeting people and being friends with people and shit. Um, but it was a good combination of both, you know what I mean? But I get, cause I know talking to you before, like the way that you guys were kind of structured as a family, your dad was like, Hey man, let's ride, let's do this kind of stuff. And like, you guys really like did that stuff together. Yeah. So, I mean, I get, there's a lot of people like that, that are, you know, they're like it's school, you got to do it. But like the fun stuff is at home. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't get that kind of a... Yeah, it was... Uh, it was The way we grew up was actually really cool. And I, I hope that I can kind of assimilate the same thing to Van and Drew. How the way our relationship was, because it was my dad was a single dad the yeah. whole time. So it was just the three of us. And it was always us doing fun shit. Almost like we were more friends... Like he knew when it was time to be the dad and when, and when it wasn't Yeah. like we, a lot of the time we just had fun and we joked and it was a good time. But then he also knew when he had to be that part. Stand his ground. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope I can do <clears throat> that in, in the same kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think you guys, at least like how you describe it, it seemed like a cool relationship. Yeah. Which is cool. And, and you know, there's there's multiple ways to do it. You know, my mom was more like straight-laced, school. You know, we need to, like, do your chores. And, like, we never misbehaved. Like, I don't know what she did. She never beat us. You know, never yeah. smacked us or anything. But, like, at the same time, I was, like, deathly afraid of her. You know what I mean? Like, no, I disappointing I told, her. I think you told you before, like, my dad <clears throat> did more of the mental stuff. It was, yeah. There wasn't there was no spankings or anything like that. Yeah. It was more like, if you're not going to listen, then you're going to stay in the corner and you're going to stay in the corner and not make a sound. See, my mom did none of that. And if you make a sound, you stand there longer. See, she did none of that shit. And then the first time I had to do that, I stood in the corner for seven hours. Yeah, that's a long time, dude. I, I think a lot of people might <laughs> he, frown upon that. Nowadays. I mean, he, did, he didn't back off. Like, No, he, it's a good thing. It was it's like, this is what it's happening yeah. and that's the way it is. And that's it. See, I, we, we didn't have that. And that's what, that's why I'm like, so weird. I, I don't know what kind of mind trick she did on us because my, you've met my mom. She's a very sweet person. Like she, she doesn't cuss. Yeah. You know, she always say that B, you know, cause she doesn't want to say bitch. <laughs> she's never smoked weed. She's <laughs> never drank up until our later years. I mean, she never drank a beer, nothing. Like yeah. she was very straight laced and she never spanked us. She never disciplined yeah, I us. I never got spanked or anything either. No discipline though. Yeah. Like, I mean, we just. For some reason, like we just listened to her and we knew that like that if was we didn't the, do it, we were uh, getting dis- As far as discipline, that was like one of the one and only times that like I actually had the was punished for something. Yeah. Other than other than that, there wasn't really anything. I it was like, hey, don't fucking do that. Or yeah. not that was about as far as it as got. As far as it got. I don't know. I don't know why. I think it, the the shit works out weird. Like even with like my dad, you know, and you were saying your dad was a single parent. My mom was, I mean, she, we, 
I think she got divorced like in third grade ish. My dad had some, I love my dad to death, but I'm saying he was cheating and he was yeah. on drugs and he was doing all kinds of crazy shit. So maybe seeing that other side of the family is being kind of like, uh, not on a good path. Maybe like put us on a better path. Cause we're like, you know, mm. we saw a hardworking mom and I don't know everything about your mom and dad's situation, but you know, your dad seemed like he was a hardworking guy who was raising you guys. Maybe your mom was not as much, my yeah. dad, not as much. So maybe you see that and you're like, you get more respect to your, to your mother. Yeah, I think that was your a, father in your situation. I think that was, that's a lot of it. I think growing up, I'm sure yeah. the same with your thing. Like just the knowing what things could be and what yeah. things are, there's yeah. the amount of respect that was established. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a big part of it. I well, mean, and you can see the struggle. Yeah. Like my mom, I mean, uh, you know, and, and divorce is, is relatively common. So that's not like she was in, in a lot of different situation. But I remember many times where, you know, like you go in late at night and she was just sobbing, right? Because she just was upset. Mm -hmm. So she never wanted to portray that to us. I'm sure your dad was probably stressed to the gills. I'm sure. And so I'm sure you could sense that they were struggling or that they were having a hard time with this, but they were putting it on a strong face. And that makes you like, you know, that's where that love and respect comes from. Yeah. You know, with my dad, it was like he was always the fun guy. You know what I'm saying? Like the relationship was always like, hey, because my dad literally, <clears throat> we had to like, he was just such a bad position that we actually like visitation wise, we had to buy a hotel room for like us to, to buy. A hotel? I'm not buy one, but he had to get a hotel for the weekend. Mm. Like he was living in a, a fucking tiny trailer. I'm, it was probably like 10 feet long, dude, in a wrecking yard, you know, and, and the judge was like, you're not taking the kids to the wrecking yard. Like and we did. We went there on occasions. <laughs> But it was like one of those things where, and listen, to be fair, I had a blast of that fucking wreck yard. It was like owned. <laughs> it was owned. I know that's so podunk, right? <laughs> it was owned by this really cool guy. His name is Steve Avery. And he, he, do, he did Volkswagen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Avery's wrecking yard. And like what, what was cool about it was we could go explore shit. And I love cars. You know, oh, I yeah. love cars. So we could go mess around with the cars. They had all this cool shit. And then they built like a, uh, they built a dirt track out there. Oh. And so. You know, we had our 80s, which was about as far as I got with motorcycles, but we ended up buying go-karts. Like, that was our big thing you was go-karts. track stuff with go-karts? So, we did a lot of go-karts. Yeah. And so, that was, that's what I'm saying, though, is we went out there, and it was like this fucking wild, you know, place, like living in a junkyard for the weekend. And, and But we'd go out there, and we'd, we'd you know, do motocross stuff, and we'd do the, the go-karts, and it was fun. But, like, then we'd leave, and he would just, you know, do his thing. And, like, my mom's just like, you know, it's really nice that you get to go do all this fun shit while I'm, you know, working 20 fucking <laughs> hours a day, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where it's, yeah. it's tough. Cause like it, as a kid, you're like, you know that your dad's the fun one. Uh, but you also know that your mom's the one that's taking care of all your needs. Right. So I'm sure it was frustrating for her. When, yeah. You know, it was, it was almost the opposite for me. Almost the exact opposite. Like when the, when the whole divorce thing happened, I was old enough to, to understand like I didn't understand the why, hmm. but I could understand what was happening. And yeah, things were, were not good on the mother end of things. And yeah. I, and I knew that and I was, I wanted to stay away from that. And that's why both me and my brother ended up just, the judge actually, actually let me and my brother decide who we were going to stay with. Which is not common. No, he actually took uh, my brother in by <clears throat> himself into the courtroom and talked to him. And then he took me in by myself and talked to me talk to me and I'm sure he asked my brother the same things, but he kind of asked me who I wanted to live with and reasons why. Yeah. And so we, we did that. And then uh, apparently both of us said my, my dad and gave reasons and my, that's what the judge decided. Dude, it's very like for a mom to lose custody of her kids. It has to be pretty goddamn bad, especially in Oregon and Washington. Yeah. It has to be really yeah. bad. Because I know even now, it's like I know there's some people that, that the mother, the, the father end up getting custody of the kids that we know. <clears throat> and as soon as you hear that, you're like, what did she do? Because, like, you know, you have to be in a real bad place for them yeah. to actually say the father gets the kids. And I know that's not like that in all states, like you said, but in Washington and Oregon, it's pretty, it's pretty, in California, yeah. I'm sure, too. But, um, you, you know, that's, I don't know, like, I know you don't have much of a relationship with your mom. You know, and like I do with my dad now more than ever, which is, this is a great thing. But there was a, I mean, there was a period of time, especially like when I first met you, when I first met my wife, actually, where uh, I didn't talk to my dad for like three years. Yeah. Like zero communications. He moved to Denver 
And I was like, man, fuck him. Like, I'm just like over the shit. Like, he just is kind of like this in and out kind of vibe. And, you know, it all worked out. Like, he kind of he grew up a little bit more, which is weird because he was 50 something. <laughs> but I guess better late than never. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a weird man because I, you know, I love him to death. But man, I have a lot of memories that aren't good ones, which mm-hmm. I, I think benefits me. And it probably does you seeing what your mom may have done to like now that you have a family. You're like, I could never do that. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a, a benefit to having that kind of bring up because you, you definitely have the respect aspect of yeah. a relationship with your family, but then also you know what you learn what not to do. Yeah, and some people follow, which is which is bizarre to me. Yeah, um, There's people that follow that path, and I, I, I can't understand that because <clears throat> I love my dad to death, and, and like I said, very different human being now, you know, married. Yeah. Doing really well working. He never held jobs worth a shit uh, before, but he does now. So, like, I have a lot of respect for him. Like, even, like, late in life, the fact that you could change, I think, is a, is a positive thing. But my older brother, I have an older half-brother, which I don't know if you even knew that or not, but no. I have two older half-brothers. And uh, they're on my dad's side. You know, like, my dad before my mom. Uh, but my older brother, he was around my whole life. And, you know, when my dad was really, like, in the thickest shit, he fell right into the trap, dude. And he was, like, this good-looking, I mean, super good-looking guy, super in shape, was, like, had all the women, dude. You know what I'm saying? And he kind of just got, you know, got hooked on some drugs, mm-hmm. started with, like, pharmaceutical shit. Uh, and then just, he is a fucking, he's living in a fucking uh, uh, a school bus somewhere up in the peninsula of Washington. I have no idea. And he's, <laughs> you know, probably too I mean, ex- nothing live about... Nothing bad about living in a school bus. Sometimes those can be Yeah, there's a lot bad to this school bus. Um, (laughs) This is not like your, you know, your nice little setup. This is, and he's he's like dating. He's been dating this girl that's like 20 years older than him. She's like 60 and he's, I don't even know, dude. You know, but it's just, it's weird to me that people, you know, like it's just, there's certain traits that you have that some people just fall into it. They're just destined to, I hate to say that, but it almost seems like they're, you can just see them growing up. Yeah. And you could, I looked at him and I was like, he has everything. You know, and I just was, I was envious of him. Like, his girlfriend was the most beautiful woman in high school. Like, he was a male cheerleader, which is weird. But he was, weird. and he went to state for baseball. Like, he did all the sports. It wasn't just, he would did all of the stuff, yeah. man. He was an Eagle Scout. He was all the shit. And I just was envious of him. And then it just, fuck, he got, had kids and got married. And it was a bad relationship. And it just fucking collapsed. And I'm just like, how in the shit? You know, you just think that these people have everything going for them. And they don't. They're They're really like. You know, you, you could see that he was battling. Like, you could tell that he could he could go off the deep end at any time. You know, like, he mm-hmm. liked to drink. He liked to party and stuff. But you're like, man, if he had a binger, like, he'd be gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's weird that there are people that have those things. You know, like, I don't feel like I'm a very addictive person in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, I have a toy collection. So I do get, I do find things that I love and I, I really, like, get into it. But, like, addictive personality, like, drugs... You know, smoking. I do nicotine pouches, obviously, but like I've never been. I could do it and not and just stop doing. Yeah, it. I've never had that issue either. Some people, man, like one, you know, one little sniff, bro, and they're fucking gone. Yeah, and they're fucking gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the whole the whole that whole thing is it never made any sense to me. Mostly because I I don't have those traits, so like needing something yeah. is never been in my mind. Like I. I don't need to drink a beer. Yeah. Like it just, I can go a weeks without drinking and it's not a problem. I just like to. Yeah. Or like, but that's what, I, that's what, it's not I you, but I'm saying that's what alcoholics say. Like, I know I can quit at any time. I, like, they do. Exactly. They do. Right. But yeah. I know you and I know that you cannot drink for weeks on it. Yeah. Just the, the addictive part of things has, it's always blown my mind. Cause I'm just like, just stop fucking doing it. Yeah. You know, with my brother, Andy though, pharmaceuticals got him dude like he he um it started he went to so my dad's a biker like he is a full-blown like motorcycle in the living room guy you could probably tell by the uh you know living at a wrecking yard right so (laughs) um my brother was not into motorcycles but he ended up moving in with my dad uh when i was in high school and that was kind of the beginning of my dad was in you know crisis mode and he was living with him and so they kind of just fed off of each other if you will but he went to this biker rally with my dad out of state, ended up hooking up with this fucking, this biker's old lady, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
the way my dad described it was they they were you know doing this big festival thing. It was late. They're drinking. Uh, he ended up meeting this gal, uh, taking her back to a hotel room, fucking the shit out of her. The old man <laughs> found him, uh, found them in the room, and beat the shit out of my brother like bad. Oh. Broke his jaw, broke his like orbital socket. Damn. So, you know, he comes back from this thing and he's fucking jaws wired shut and fucking just beat the shit, dude. And so he started taking, you know, taking the pharmaceutical shit. That's usually the way it starts. Yeah. Honestly. So that's what started. He, he, he did that and he, he over he abused it for sure. And then uh, he, he got clean from it. But then he got this like, I don't remember what it's called, but he had this arthritis of the full body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually it's arthritis of the heart muscle specifically. And so he was really fucked up from this thing. Like he was in the hospital a lot and they put him on steroids. And once he did that, he started gaining weight. He started Mm -hmm. losing like, you know, his quote unquote image of himself. And that's when it fucking, and he's never been ever since that point. You know, he started like not taking care of his teeth are falling out of his head. You know, he's fucking massively overweight now. So it's just like, it's pharmaceuticals, man. Those fucking things will get you, man. They do. I actually went through, uh, a stint after I, I broke my foot, I had to have a couple surgeries and they had me on, uh, oxycodone <coughs> and morphine uh-huh. for months. And yeah. I, I remember like oh, I was running me. out of my, like my leave from being off of work. And I was like, I need, okay, I need to fucking figure it out. Figure it out. I need to stop taking these pain pills, I gotta yeah. be able to be on my feet. So I like stopped taking the pain pills and then I was I went through like bad fucking withdrawals. Like being on that much shit, they were like just like if you got and the pain was bad. Yeah. So I mean it, it was warranted to have what they were giving me. But they hook you with it. <coughs> Excuse me. It but it you. was a good fucking uh a good week and a half of just being sick yeah. after I stopped taking shit. Yeah. I mean, I, that's how they get you, you know, I, I, I've never been a fan like of drugs in general, like, you know, like weeds, one thing, but like, you know, prescription drugs, um, E, you know, any of that shit. Uh, I broke my foot. They gave me all this medication. I just, I would only take it if I like could not fucking deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But I always had this thing in my head that like I could at any moment get like sucked into this and Mm. we see great people family people who get sucked into it and it's like oh, yeah. changes you know, a bunch of people that have like just from in being in the sport of motocross people getting hurt and then getting hooked on fucking yeah. shit after they're having problems with their injuries and then they're done yeah I, I don't want i don't i never wanted that yeah i never wanted that and like and i feel like they're so easy to pass that shit out dude. like they'll, they'll just oh you need a refill yeah here you go there's another fucking 50 pills, bro. Here, you know, you don't even need to have anything wrong with you anymore. No, at this point, you just go in and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. And they'd fucking, they did you out of fucking yeah. thing. I broke, when I broke my foot at work, um, they thought it was a sprain. And, uh, so I had this, you know, a temporary boot on, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, it's a sprain. Here's some medicine, bro. You know, just say we'd be out of work a couple weeks. Uh, a couple weeks went by and it was still swollen and fucking fucked up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I went back to the doctor like, I don't, you know, like I maybe re-sprained it sometime or something. So more medicine, you know, they're trying to pass out more medicine. This went on for like months. And I told my work, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I literally, I'm not faking this. Like, I can't, I can't walk. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So they put me in like one of those like uh, CAT scans or whatever it was like in the tube. Mm-hmm. And uh, after several of those. months of, of me complaining about this, they finally did that. And they found that my foot was broken in like three different spots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I've been walking around with a broken foot with this fucking little rubber boot on, dude. <laughs> and they were telling, and they were putting me in physical therapy, bro. So think of that. Like I had oh, a broken yeah. foot and I'm going to physical yeah, therapy. Just stretch it out. And they're fucking <laughs> tweaking it and rubbing my fucking broken bones like fucking morons. Kaiser, fuck you. But no, it's a, you know, it's just a, it's a really like their solution uh, is, is basically to, to medicate you. Yeah. And not actually kind of figure it. Cause they could have easily just said, yeah. My foot was so purple and swollen. You know how it goes with a broken mm-hmm. bone. It was so fucking obviously something was up that like it blows my mind that and I went to the main Kaiser branch in Portland that they didn't say like, let's get you an x-ray. See what's yeah, going why on. Why wouldn't here. that be the first thing you do? They didn't. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's almost like they want you yeah. to like they do. wither with this shit. Well, if you're if they fix you right away, they don't make any money. 
That's true. That, that's what it comes down to. And that's what's the, the hugest problem with our whole medical system is they don't make any money off people that aren't sick or hurt. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, even like with cancer and other things, like you're talking about, I, I, I listen, I don't believe that. I, I believe that they want you sick, but I also, I believe that a lot of people want people to get better. Like in the general healthcare I, system. I think, I think in their mind, yes, they believe that they're trying to make you better. But I think in the way that doctors and medical professionals are trained, I think they're trained in a way to just prolong things. And yeah, don't, I don't, and I don't think they realize it. I don't know if I, yeah, that's where I, I kind of get held up is I don't want to put blame on doc and like nurses and shit, you know, because I do feel like, you know, knowing some myself, like they're good people. They want the best for their patients, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think you, you had the key word there is they're trained. It's kind of like the jab. Yeah. Um, they were trained to say certain things and to like, hey, here's the data, yeah. read it. And like, they believed it, which, you know, to me, I'm like, you could have questioned it. Come on, man. Like you could have easily exactly. questioned it. But they were told this is what it is and this is what it's about. And this is the, you know, the do's and don'ts. And they just ran with it. And I think that they do that with a lot of their training, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. where they're just like, this is protocol. This is how you do it. And they don't really think outside the box. Like you see my purple fucking swollen gargoyle foot. And they're not like, maybe an x-ray is a good idea. Like they literally just, to me, I'm like, that would be the first thing. Like, see what we're working with. (laughs) Like, right. Like step one. What's going on in there? Uh, But no, they, they, they. They didn't, and and it led to me being out of work for a long time. It led to my work having issues because I wasn't there. Not that mm-hmm. I'm the most important, but I had an important job, and like, I just kept dragging on. My boss thought I was fucking faking it, bro. Luckily, he was cool. You know, and I, 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 the last day when I got the thing, they actually sent me back to work. Like right after that, I got that cast scan. Mm-hmm. They said your foot's broke, but it's kind of healed, so you're good to go. And I'm like, <laughs> so I took the picture into my boss, and I said, "Here's my foot." And you could see the little fractures yeah. on the top bones there. And I was like, that's why it took so long. And he's like, so how long? I'm like, I'm back at work. <laughs> like, it was fucking <laughs> weird, right? They just said it's too long. You need to get back. You know, and so I was and that's, I think, the biggest problem with our, with our medical system is honestly, I think they're so like by, let's do shit by the book yeah. that they don't really think about things the way people used to, I feel like. Yeah. It's not like, it's not hey, personable. Hey, let's look at this and okay, uh, yeah. let's take this and then use their brain and say, actually, this kind of seems like something else. Let's, let's do this and try and figure it out. No, <clears> it's <throat> like we, this is the checklist. We have to go down this checklist. And I mean, it. I don't blame them. I feel like, you know, especially like any, anything, right? Like with a doctor, I'm sure they see a lot of the same style cases more mm-hmm. frequently than others. Right. So their brain's constantly working like this is probably what it is. You know, but then you get Maybe. these situations where like, you know, especially like with MS, it's a hard one to detect. Right. But like a person that goes in, like my mom went in with her symptoms early on. It took years to figure out that it was MS, you know, because a lot of it is insurance bullshit, too. It's insurance. And it's also the doctors. And they're trying to they're trying to think of the most basic way of figuring out what the thing is and not not looking at like what is what's possible. You know, what I'm saying like these are symptoms of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. But could it be symptoms of, you know, uh, what, whatever, you know, whatever Parkinson's could it be MS? Could it, you know, because yeah. those things are all difficult to to actually say that somebody has like there's like, a whole lot of testing that goes along. Like with, it. with my dad, when they figured finally figured out he had a uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. They're like, OK, now we know what you have. Now we have to figure out which medication is going to work for you. Yeah. And he's like, they started going through all those things. And he's like. The doctor he was seeing was like, I know this medication is going to work. It works 99% of the time when I give it to people, but I can't give it to you. Insurance? I have to run through all these other medications, and you have to be on this for this amount of time, this for this amount of time, this for this amount of time, and run through all this other bullshit and rule out that those will work before I can even give you this one. See, that just blows my mind. That's insane. It blows my mind. So he went through a... A bunch of different fucking medications, most of them not working at all and st- remaining in pain the whole time Yeah, because insurance and the, the way the, the offices work made the doctor go have to go through this list They're before probably they cheaper. can give them the one they know is going to work. Yeah, it was cheaper product probably yeah. <clears throat> so that they could get, you know, save a little a couple bucks, man. Yeah. 
but see, that's the problem is like if the doctor can, if and being a practicing doctor, skilled at your job, right? If you deal with 50 patients, all who have rheumatoid arthritis, right? And you can say like, out of those 50 people, none of them fucking work for them. Like none of these work for them. Yeah. Like you should have the power to say, I'm I've not already, fucking giving I've already done my trial. Okay. Yeah. I've had 50 people in here doing this shit and yeah, they don't fucking work. This group work. of medication doesn't fucking do anything. No. And they don't, they don't have the power, which, you know, they need to figure that shit out. Yeah. That's <clears> a big problem. I feel like. Because back in the day, the doctors show up to your house. You know what I'm saying? Like way back in the oh yeah, back in the olden days, they show up to your house and they, "Hey, Miss Jenkins, how you doing? <laughs> How's Mister Jenkins? You up there I dying?" I right wish now? it would get back to that. <clears throat> Obviously, like too many people rely on the same doctor. Yeah, now, I mean, but... <clears throat> I've never been one of those guys that had the same doctor for a long period of time. So I, I know, like my grandma's had the same doctor for fucking ever. You mm-hmm. know, so he knows her like I don't even inside have a doctor and out. I go to. No, I, I really don't. I really don't because I don't I don't go unless it's like an emergency. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> but like, no, there is something to having like a doctor who knows your family. Who who knows, um, you know, kind of who you are, what, yeah, what your like, lifestyle's like and maybe can see like because once they see you, they, they can notice change. Mm-hmm. Just like I would notice something with you. If something was going on that you may not, I, I would be like, something's up with it. Your eyes a little droopy all of a yeah. sudden, man. Like you would pick up oh, those things because I struck or something. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Your your fucking beard's all fucking weird over here. <laughs> uh, but you would notice that being around somebody, like yeah. being friends with somebody, knowing the family, like you would pick up those things that maybe some other people wouldn't, you know. So I think it is a good thing to have like this personal, you know, relationship with these doctors. But I don't know about in home. You know, I think it's kind of like I just don't see them ever going back to like an in home. Probably not. Uh, but you know, to have a doctor, like a more personable doctor, I feel like now it's just like, okay, how you doing, Mr. Thomas? Oh, good to see you. Oh, you're a little overweight. Uh, you know, let's, uh, yeah, it's, almost, it's like there, real quick. There's no relationship anymore. No, it's like a one night stand. Yeah. It's like, how you just going to put your finger in my butt and then you're just going to just tell me bye. Like what's well, that? Well, that kind of goes back to right where we were. It's like everything, it always turns into what can I give you to. Yeah. It's all. It's always a prescription. Yeah. What can I fill out? To, well, to dude, and this? to be fair, modern time is is about fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In and out. Everything has to be quick. But Everything even has myself, to be fast. I, Ash went through it a little while, like looking through like <clears throat> old style like home remedy shit, and even myself lately. I mean, like if I have like a, a pain in, in my leg or my my foot's hurting or something. Yeah. I like look, I look online, I'm like, what can I take that is not fucking aspirin or fucking sure. something like that? What sure. can I do that is more better for me that, than taking all this other shit? There's nothing wrong with looking yeah. it up. I mean, it's worth trying. I, I've tried a lot of those. I think some work, some don't. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a whole thing of like, you know, there's certain people that have concoctions. All right, you mix three tablespoons of this and 15 mm-hmm. tablespoons and then fucking suck down. And then the I get to those. And- and I get down a rabbit hole and I'm like, man, I'm not spending yeah. all day in the kitchen trying to make this. Movie. I feel like I'm like hocus pocus, bro. You know, like I, I got a fucking pot and I'm throwing fucking frog legs in it trying to like, yeah. you know, cure something. But I listen, I to be fair, I know that some of those things do work really well. And I do think that like, you know, people need to know that stuff because that's how we survived, man. For yeah. Way before, like, modern medicine, people were surviving. Native Americans surviving, you know, Japanese, the Chinese. Like, I mean, they had remedies, and they were doing those things. A lot of them still use that kind of shit. A lot of them do, yeah. Yeah. And and there's positive to it. Now, there's a lot of, in Greg's words, woo-woo shit. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff that's just like, "Mm," you know, I I don't know, man. But either way, I, I, I don't do it enough. I should do it more. But at the same time, I just don't do much anyways. You know, like I I could be really like, I have to have a massive headache for me to take anything. Like, and I'm talking like excruciating. Otherwise I'll just suffer with it. You know, Uh, I usually take some pain meds every day. See, I I just can't, I I just don't like pills. I I don't like taking them, but the way, like I have a constant pain in my foot and I will forever. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, my back's all fucked up from racing so long. And picking I'm, up, I'm just picking like, up pebbles every day. Every day I fucking get up. I'm just like, <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sore as fuck every day. So, I mean, I, I do, but I mean, I mean, there's, you know, massages, you know, shit like that. I do need you. to go get like, yeah, chiropractic work and like, and like some that. people don't like it, man. But I, I tell you, like I've, I've had, you know, my back thrown out many times. My wife works for a chiropractic clinic and he's fucking awesome. And he's not this woo woo guy. 
you know, I've been to, I went to another guy before him when I got in a car wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the most fucking dumb shit I've ever done in my entire life. I mean, the dude was like giving me like a nutritional plan rather than I was like, Hey, my back's fucked up. Like, I don't need to hear about not eating <laughs> eggs. Yeah, he kept going down a list. He's like, you eat cheese. I was like, yeah. What does that have to do with my back? He's like, don't. That's what he said. Just don't, don't eat cheese. Uh, do you eat eggs? And well, I said, yes. Immediately like, don't eat eggs. I'm eating cheese and eggs. Yes. But the problem is, is he did this for 10 minutes. And at the end of it, I was joking because I was just like internally laughing. I was just like, so what am I eating? Like, what am I eating? Lettuce? Like, what, what are you doing? He's like, well, it's, just, it's bad for your heart. It's bad for your, you know, your joints. And I was like, man, like, I understand that cheese is not the greatest thing, but you ain't listen, <laughs> doctor, you ain't fucking get me off of it. But, yeah. you know, it's just like there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, people that do some weird shit. And, and like, you know, the one thing with my wife's place was that go in there. It was like 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, five minutes. Do quick adjustments. You know what I mean? I'd feel better and I'd be able to go back to work and feel fine. And yeah, it wasn't I need, crazy I to, shit. I need to find one here. And like a massage. I'm just too insecure to get them. I did to be honest. I've with never you. had a massage. Uh, I lied. I have had one massage. I n- never have. They gave me a massage the first time I ever been to a chiropractor. And it was because they had to, because mm. my, my spine was so tense and fucked. fucked. It was, it went, it twisted on itself. <sighs> so they had to like do all kinds of like thing on yeah. my back. And like, so they like massage. Like Greg goes to the massage all the time. And my wife's work. Yeah. All the time. Like he has, I've, his, never, ha- I've never gone anywhere just to get <clears> a massage. I just feel weird. Like, first of all, I'm like slightly insecure, you know? So like, it's just weird to me. I know it's a professional thing and it's like, the, they probably see some really fucking gnarly people, <laughs> but it's just like, it's weird. Like it is weird to me to, you know, like have a, a female, mm. you know, I'm, I'm in my undies and a towel, you know? And like, it's just weird to me to have a female like massaging me. And obviously it feels good. Like you wouldn't do it if it didn't feel good. Yeah. So it's just like a weird, like, and it's not a big deal, but it just feels weird. Like, I feel like I'm just kind of a chubby kid. Like, I don't you know, it's just weird. It's a whole, the whole thing's weird. And and my wife was always like, dude, go in and like, cause I knew all of them, you know, we'd go to dinners, like work dinners and shit. They're all great people. They all have their own unique, like one's more firm than another one's more gentle. One does horses on the side. So you know that she's real fucking, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? She gets real deep in there. Uh, so she's like, you know, go to this person. Like, they'd be perfect for you. You know, it's like too hard. It's like, it's, it's relaxing. And I'm just like, ah, but say I know them. So it's like weird, you know, like, <laughs> it's, like I'd rather just not know you. I I'd just give me a ling ling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I want to not know who yeah, you are. Just let me walk in the room. I don't want you to talk to me. Yeah. And, and they, just do what you do and then make me feel better when I leave. Well, that's the thing is like, I know, like, I, you know, I'd be like, how's your husband? Like, I know their husband. It's just weird. Like to me, that's see weird. when I went. If I went into a place like that, I I don't talk. I don't talk to you. Just it, shut up. Yeah, I, I, if I if I'm if I don't know you, I don't ask you questions. Mm. I mean, I haven't done it, but I know Greg like has you know a relationship because he goes to the same. At least had gone to the same person over and over. So you have like small talk, yeah. you know, which is fine. I don't mind small talk, but. If I know your husband and your name, like we've been out to dinner, like with work parties, it's, it's weird to me. Yeah. that's Because you're like rubbing my boot. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's a little, you know, and then I go downstairs when my wife was there and it's like, hey, babe, I just got satisfied. You know, like it's weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. You know, it's fucking weird. I, I, I just like, I, you know, and I'm sure it feels great. I bet you I would feel so relaxed because honestly, massages are like, are to die for, bro. Never had one. Like, my wife gave me a real good one, like, months and months and months ago. Like, I've never had it. Never had it since then. It was, like, a one-off. And it was fucking, I was just like, what is going on right now? Like, this is this is spectacular. <laughs> uh, and then never got it again. Never had a massage. I mean, I'll give you one if you want one, man. Nah, that's weird. <laughs> is it weirder than? <laughs> it's weirder. <laughs> no, uh, I've, I've never had one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in the comments, if you guys had massages, do you love them or do you hate them? I, I can't I can't imagine anybody saying they don't like them. I mean, I, I'm sure I would I would like the massage. I've just I've never had like the ambition to go get a massage from yeah. somebody. And it's expensive. It is expensive. Yeah. I just mm. But I mean, you know, you're paying a good I'll, amount of money for an hour. If you're in there for like an hour, like you're getting some real work done. You know what I mean? Like you're feeling good for a while afterwards. Maybe. Like Greg swears by it. You know, like loosens him up, makes him feel good. And, you know, it's like, it's like. Yeah, but Greg just said the other day, like, he still wakes up every morning sore as fuck. Just like all the rest of us. Probably because so he what that, is it really accomplishing? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like he's getting that deep tissue that's like, 
Because that's the shit that I don't get. Like, I, I, I want, like, I want, like, uh, I always call it with my daughter, like, spiders. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever do that with your kid? My, my youngest, I, I call it spiders. So she'll, like, lay on me. Mm-hmm. You know, when she's laying down and I'll do spiders on her. I'll just, like, kind of tickle her back. Oh, yeah. And so, like. Yeah, I, we do. Uh, it's like a, it's not a massage thing. It's like a tickle. Yeah. It's like a spider's crawl. But my mom back, used to do that shit. You on the neck. Yes. Like, that stuff. Yeah. You t- like, you know. But my mom used to do that with us. Like, she'd scratch her. My dad was a back scratch guy. Like, he, my mom would always scratch my dad's back. Like, brutally scratch it. Like, and he fucking loved it. She'd, you know, just mm. for like an hour straight. Yeah. And so, like, when, you know, when we were growing up, my mom, like, if we were just sitting around, she'd always just, you know, rub your back. Like, give you a back scratch. So, I was, like, more into, like, that kind of a thing. Rather than, like, this fuck. My wife likes... I mean, if you could fucking sink your elbow into her fucking rib cage, she'd fucking love you. <laughs> and so my thing was, is like, I don't want to be bruised. It's weird that people yeah. want like such a deep massage that it bruises. I don't you. want it to be painful. I don't, I think Greg likes pain. There's a, there's like a, me- there's like the a middle ground of massaging where it's like not enough. And then it's painful. There has to, there's that middle ground that obviously. Yeah. I mean, when she, best. when my wife does give me a, like, there's times where I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, what is that a fucking wrench in my back? Like, it's it's deep and it hurts. And I'm just like, that's not, that doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? It doesn't do it for me. Like, you've, you've massaged my shoulders before. Yeah. Like, for like a super, quick second. Super gay. But yeah. <laughs> and I'm, you do it hard. I'm, I'm just like, dude, how does anybody like that? I was here. Let me tell you why. Can I give you a reason why that is true? It's, I don't actually give hard massages. But here's the deal. Like when Wait, I'm, when are I'm, you doing it jokingly? Because it's not yes. funny. No. <laughs> so like, what it is 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 um, first of all, because let's explain this because it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird that you that we just brought that up. Like you gave me a massage one time. Yeah. We were at my house. We had the wives and us there. Yeah. And we were doing this thing where we were like trying to figure out who was doing what. Yeah. It was like a like a blindfold thing. Yeah. Who's giving the massage? Who's giving the best massage? Yeah. And so here's, here's what it is for me. Because, listen, I have a lot of respect for the wives and stuff. You know, like, I love them all to death. But sometimes, like, in those situations where I feel like, oh, this is Chris's wife, for example. Like, when I was giving your wife mm-hmm. her neck massage. Like, I don't want to be, like, sensual about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the game was the I know, but, you know, it's the just. Best. So, like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go a little bit rougher on it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just, like, because I don't want it to be, like, I just don't, even with a guy or something. Like, I just don't want it to be, like weird it's to me it's weird i'm like <laughs> like you just you're done giving me i'm just like man you're fucking gay yeah that, that if, felt fucking good if you would have said like that's the best thing i've ever felt i would have felt like a notch lower on the man level <laughs> right so i can't do that i can't like that's what i'm saying like it's an internal thing like i don't if i was to give you like a good massage like a, like a massage i would mm. give my wife right and you were like wow that's really great i'd feel like what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's where I'm at. You know? So yeah, I, I generally don't give hard. I don't do massages. Like we don't do that with each other often. We should more, but see, I fucked up. Cause I tried to do the best I can. And obviously that was not good enough for anybody. I don't remember who won that. I think you did. I might have. So, so the firm worked. Yeah. But see, to, to, to your point though, I don't like the, the fucking hard shit. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I also don't like weak sauce either, but I'm just saying like, you know, I, I don't like that. Like, you know, like fucking digging your shit, but my wife does. I think your wife does. Well, clearly, because they, I mean, they outnumbered us at that time. So, I mean, they were, well, they didn't outnumber us, but like, you won that one. I did win that one. I do. I think I did. It's a little trophy for me. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to complain about it, but that was fun, man. (sighs) I don't know. I I, I should just for the, like your well being. you know what I'm saying? Like I think it's I think it's important. Like as we get older, it's important to like take care of yourself more. Yeah, I mean, and do things for yourself more. Yeah, there at least the the take care of yourself more. I'm definitely uh, at that point in my life now at 37, mm. where I'm like, I need to I need to exercise yeah. a little more. I need to be better. I'm hoping with work, you know, because that was like the big thing for me is like I'm you know I've always been a bigger guy in general, but like when I was working and like active. I was like, I kind of put a stop block on mm-hmm. like hitting that uncomfortable level of being like not feeling good. Yeah. And so like, you know, getting back into like getting up early again, like going to a place and doing stuff and being active, I think will help curb some of that, you know? And also I just love food, bro. I just love food. 
Yeah, that's I an love issue. fucking food. I, I like lo- I love food, but I also just love snacking. I'm a snacker. I'm with you. Like if I'm watching TV or I'm doing something tonight, I have to be snacking. Dude, I have all, and I think you have a lot of them too. I have all of the like the little precursors of just terrible lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Like I stay up too late. Oh yeah. Like I'm a late person. Like my wife, like, I've been working on the toy room for like three days straight, dude. Like mm. I'm, I'm just now getting it close to being wrapped up, but I've been sitting in there just like reorganizing everything. Right. And so she goes to bed, you know, she's get, gets up for work and I'm like, I'll just stay up until two, you know, and just like do this shit. So then I'm like, well, I'll go get some juice. And I'll guess I got pot like jerky and cheese sticks. And I'm just, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, we went to Costco and it's like, you get the, you know, and so you just, you're working. And you're you like, know what I did the other night? I stayed up. Ash was like, I'm going to go. It was literally. Not last night. It was Sunday night, I think, or something like that. Ash, Ash goes to bed and I'm like, I'm going to stay up and finish this episode. I was yeah. watching uh, <laughs> uh, fucking Jack Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was halfway through an episode and I stopped like last week and or the, or the other day. And I was like, I'm going to finish this episode. I finished that episode and I'm like, I got to watch the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's me, dude. So then I'm watching the next episode. The next episode is like an hour long. And I'm like, oh, I got I to gotta make some Top Ramen. So <laughs> I go in and I make some fucking Top I Ramen. I Top Ramen last night. And double I, pack. I fucking eat some, some little, I ate some little gummies while the, like the, uh, Little snack pack gummy things. Ate a couple of those while the top round was cooking. I'm just like, oh, watching the show. And the top round was done. And then I'm sitting on the couch at fucking 1 yeah. o'clock in the morning eating top ramen. I'm just like, what am I doing? Dude, we have a problem. Because <laughs> what you just said is me. Like, that, I, like when I'm making, like, seriously, if I'm making something, like, on the stove or, like, you know, whatever it is in the oven, it takes 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what snack can I have? <laughs> To hold me over. Like, I can't even hold off for the 25 uh, minutes. Yeah, I had snacks, snacks, made the top ramen. But while I was making the top ramen, I cracked an egg in there and put an egg a, in the top ramen. And then I put Japanese time. barbecue sauce inside there, Didn't too. Didn't do that. Didn't do that. I put eggs every time. That is the, the standard go-to. Two eggs, two packs, bro. I'm going to fucking <laughs> double it up. Uh, but no, it's, you know, it's like, I like snack foods. Like I'm, I have a sweet tooth. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Like my wife is not into the candy. I'm, I totally am a candy guy. Like I don't eat candy bars that often, but like if I go to the store, like I'll get a snack of some, some aspect. Mm, yeah. And so like, whether it's those stupid little frosted cookies, bro, like in the trays, God, <sighs> zingers. Oh, dude. I went to Aldi's. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Aldi's. Never been to Aldi's. Uh, we went there the other day, first time we went there, and I've always heard it's a good place. You know, it's cool. It's very inexpensive. You can get some really great deals and stuff, and it really is, like, really inexpensive. And so we were doing our shopping, and as we were going out, they have, like... All the, the, it, the name reminds me, it, like, makes me think of, like, Middle Eastern... It's German. It's German. It's a German oh. restaurant, or a German, a uh, German grocery store. Okay. But we got up to the front line. We had a full basket. It was, like, 190 bucks. We got a ton of shit. I mean, we had dinners all week long from this place. It was It was a great deal. But I get up there and they have those fucking frosted sugar cookies, bro. The mm. American American ones, like the fucking red, white, and blues. And you know, they're like five bucks. Not a sugar cookie fan. I will eat a whole fucking I I that is my absolute <laughs> weakness. They had those a fucking stack by the register, 49 cents a fucking thing. 49 cents. And wow. I looked at my wife and I said, This is the devil's work. Like <laughs> you don't fucking you don't put that in my face. Okay, at 49, 49 cents, cents. A pack of cookies? A fucking tray. A whole fucking, you know, the plastic trays? Yeah. 49 cents. And we're, they weren't out of date. They were good for like another four yeah, weeks. Yeah, you can't pass that up. Fuck. No, I bought two. I, I resisted. I could have bought the whole fucking stack, bro. <laughs> I got two. But what kind of fucking demon shit is that, dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's the problem with those inexpensive places as you start yeah. buying shit, you know? It's, Honestly, it's weird. If it was if it wasn't for snacking, eating late, and energy drinks, I'd probably be a lot healthier than I am. Honestly. I just the exercise in ratio to the amount of snacking and stuff I do yeah. doesn't work. No. I, I hear you on that. Snacking is my biggest problem. Yeah. And like when we when I, I when we were doing the uh well my wife didn't last long, but when we were doing the carnivore diet. And fasting on mm, top of it yeah. is I, I saw some very like 
nice weight loss. Carnivore diet when we did it wasn't bad. Honestly. It was not bad. And, and, and expensive. The, well, but it not bad. so for me. It wasn't bad because I I, I was working at the store at U.S. Foods yeah. and I was buying a whole fucking like strip loin, you mm-hmm. know, and I was just cutting into twenty steaks and I was like, fuck. and that was like, you know, eighty dollars, but I had yeah. twenty seven steaks. Yeah. So like you know, bulk buying was it was, but what really helped me was fasting, because I I would yeah. I would I would start eating at like noon and be done eating at eight and so not allowing myself to snack from eight on i think that's what's keeping me in kind of a in a check like a safe spot yeah like a safe spot instead of just blowing up and being a fat lard is i usually don't eat until like early afternoon Uh. if i do i'll have something small like 11 yeah but I don't eat for like the first half of the day. I mean, it's just, you know, I know like flex is really good at this shit, but it's just, it depended on your schedule too, right? Yeah. Like when I was working graveyard, that's very different. Like people are saying, well, you should eat from like 12, you know, noon to eight. It's like, well, if you're working graveyard, like what time, you know, yeah. so you have to recalibrate. And also it's like nighttime, your body's, you know, now I've done it for a long time, but I know your body like it is a little different at night than it is during the day, you know? So there's a lot of variations, man. And I, I think it'll, even for you, I think it'll correct itself. You know, like I, I, I can't, dude, I sweat so much in Houston <laughs> that like, there's no fucking way. I like, I'm losing so much water weight. Yeah. I, like, I honestly feel like I've lost weight since we moved here, moved over here. Yeah. Just cause I've been outside trying to get shit done. And I've, I've sweat so much. I sweat more in the last month than I have in my whole life. Yeah. I've got like heat rash and shit, dude. Like, I got acne once. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. My wife's like, you might need to shower, like, twice a day. I'm like, I might need to shower twice a day. Like, I just jump in the pool. I know. I don't have it yet, though. We don't have that. I mean, you're only yet. a couple minutes away. Oh, man. I know. It'll get there. You know, school started. Like, that's a big thing. Yeah. Like, right, you know. But, no, it's, it's been, dude, it's like, look, I, I don't want to stress about it too much. You know, and it's also not worth being, like, so insecure that you, like, yeah. worry about it. Um, at the end of the day, like, it is what it is, man. I've always been a, a bigger dude for the most part. So I'd like to get back down though. Like that 200. I, if I could get to like 200. I, yeah, I was like. there a couple of years ago. I, I still look at those pictures and like, I was like weird. Yeah. I was skinny. It actually does look weird. I got to be honest with you. I was going through old pictures. And I was looking at, it, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? This fucking turtle. <laughs> Cause you had like no facial hair. So it like, it really, yeah, I was completely shaved. And I was, uh, it was there, like, I mean, there's a point where like, you're so thin though. Like, even though, like, it may be healthier, like, maybe that was a healthy point. Like, there's a point where it's, like, it doesn't look like Just you. Just imagine, like, when I was 20, yeah, I was 180 pounds. Yeah. That was when I was, like, full-on racing, doing it for a living. See, 175, 180 pounds. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, when I wrestled in high school, I was 172. And I got down to... I think the lowest I got was like 198 at that point. And I, I looked, I didn't notice it as much during the yeah. time, but I look at pictures now back when like, on you never noticed stuff, it. I was like, Oh my God, yeah. I was real skinny. You were skinny. You were, and even like flat earth out, bro. I, I was going like, it was, we used to play in the band, you know? And that was another thing that kept me in great shape. Right. We were playing shows all the time Yeah, and I was like very, very active on stage. So I was just constantly sweating you know, loading fucking shit. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was, and, and working on top of it. But I was watching an old video and I saw a Flat Earth Al in there. He was fucking playing guitar shit, dude. And he had his Katie Lang hair. <laughs> and uh, I was like, who is this fucking little bird man? Like he had like, cause he has no lips, you know? Mm. And he was so skinny, you know? And Tex was in that. Tex, uh, you guys don't know Tex, but he was in there. He was all fucking thin and shit. I was like, man, yeah. we're like old and chubby now, dude. Yeah, like we're old men. Dads, dad pods, you know? Like it's, it's wild, you know? And at the same time, it's like, it's cool. Cause like, I, you know, my wife is supportive. Like she's always been like, ah, oh, you know, I love like, she likes me being a little thicker, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you know, there's a point where you just don't feel good. Yeah. You know, you just don't feel good and you feel like, oh, I'm like laboring. Like I'm, I go up the stairs with a box. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> what the, f-? you know, and I'm just like, yeah. that's not good. You know, like that's, this, this is a point where you're yeah. just like, is it because it's hot? Probably. Or is it because I'm just like, I, you know, I'm not active, you know? And, and Combination. That, it probably. sucks. Yeah. It sucks, man. 
I hate wheezing, dude. If you're out of breath jerking off, you're, you're in a bad spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not good. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I <laughs> I'm just, I was using that as a. <laughs> I mean, you brought it up, so. Well, maybe. What are we out of time, man? Yeah, we're over. We're shit. over, yeah. Well, I had five articles and uh, we, we didn't, didn't get to fucking anything. One of them, man. There was some we're good just, stuff. We were just bullshitting. Yeah, you know, it's cool, man. Like, I, I like hearing about people's stories. So I enjoy just having a good conversation about how we grew up. Yeah, and it you know, allows, like, they get into the fucking chat about all the shit we're talking yeah. about, too. So, it's good, man. Yeah, man. I fucking love you guys. Uh, and then Friday, we got the call show. Yeah, buddy. I uh, don't think Greg's going to be here for that one, either. Yeah, I don't think so. He's still uh, doing his family stuff. So. But Monday, we'll be back to a uh, normal three-man lineup. And we hope to hear you Friday. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to all of you. you. And uh, take care. Have a good rest of the week. Happy hump day. <laughs>